Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to your week ahead with Mama Data Astrology live right here on the Inner Peace Lighthouse Radio Frequency. Welcome to the best time of your week ahead of time. All right, y'all. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me. Peace and welcome. You're alive with your world healer here, and, you know, we're, it's party time. It's Leo season. We're having, in the words of, I'm remixing NDRE song, right? And we're having a Leo party. Ain't nobody here but me, my angels, my charts and cards. Baby, look how far we've come, yeah. Yes, it's Leo season, Leo great new moon eclipse season, exact as of tomorrow afternoon, and it's party time. It's time to celebrate. It's time to enjoy. It's time to live out loud. It's time to open your heart up and be generous with all those good, warm, fiery, fierce feelings, okay? I just, I'm I'm too excited and, you know, happy to be um, live on the air with you guys today. So before we go a step further, I'm going to definitely take time to acknowledge, revere, remember, I say to the divine ancestor, Dick Gregory, who made transition on yesterday, uh, may his divine spirit rest in power and peace and in light. We are so very thankful for his contribution to this existence, <laughs> to our existence in this plane of awareness, how blessed and lucky we are to have had his influence on our um, society and our community in this very sensitive time. So thank you, thank you, thank you to the elder who is now ancestor Dick Gregory and to all the divine righteous ancestors. Without them, we wouldn't be here. And it wouldn't feel so good. And it would, we wouldn't look so good doing it while we are still here. So thank you. Um, Brother Ampu. <laughs> Brother Ampu, thank you so much for this opportunity to come back, come back, come ahead. And uh, it just the, the Mama's Babies Nation, is the listenership is just growing by leaps and bounds. And I'm just so thankful to be here and have the opportunity to do my part in service um, to humanity and our society. So thank you for that. Um, y'all stay connected, please. Stay connected to myastrologycoach.com. Stay connected to the events that are going on. Stay connected to any opportunity to link up with the priesthood. Shout out to Minister Judy, Imagination Guru. Um, you know, amazing things are happening on, on, on the Imagination Guru front and he just celebrated a, a wedding anniversary, so that's awesome. Congratulations to him and his beautiful queen. And with that, we got to get into it, y'all. Last week, <laughs> Mercury retrograde in Virgo took over the entire two hours. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Spirit must have really wanted me to, you know, um, just really get that information out and dedicate an entire show to it. So. You know, I'm led by spirit. I'm not led by an itinerary, <laughs> by a plan. You know, it's Mercury retrograde. So plans right now are tentative at best. 
And so we did what we could, and we got that necessary, quite necessary message out. Uh, we didn't get to the tarot pool, and it's so interesting. I, I was so ready to speak on and share the information from this tarot pool because it it flowed so seamlessly from the uh, tarot pool that went before this one, right? And so if y'all recall or go back to a previous show, uh, the show with the tarot pool before this past week on Sunday, last Sunday the 13th, I was supposed to do a tarot pool. The one from the week before that, the 6th, that one, it had the King of Cups as the overall, the Eight of Swords as the past, the three of pentacles as the present, and the nine of wands as the future. And I thought that was quite interesting because when I pulled last week, which is cool, it's Mercury retrograde, so clearly I wasn't supposed to do a brand new pool this week anyway. The lesson of Mercury retrograde is that you're going over things. You're, You're reviewing things from the past. And so how divine is it that this week we're going to go over the pull from last week and we're going to pull it in from the pull from the week before that and review that in energy as well. What I love about the nine of wands being in the future position and on the pull before this one is a couple of few things, actually. This week's pull, which is really last week's pull, but clearly the energy, the spirit is still flowing mightily through this spread, is that we have the nine back. The nine came back to us. Do you all see the pattern here of things coming back? This is spirit corroborating the energy that is in the cosmos right now. And if it's in the cosmos, it's in us. Okay, that's why spirit can speak to astrology and give you the same message as the spirit of the, that's speaking through the cards. Same spirit, same message, different mode or modality of intuiting and interpreting the message spirit has for us. And so where we had the nine of wands in the future position of two pools ago in this most recent pool, we have the nine coming back to us in the form of the overall energy in the, in the nine of cups. So where the nine of wands had us being having to be patient, Okay, it depends on how you look at it. You're either having to be patient or you're getting to be patient because while you get to be patient with the Nine of Wands, you get to enjoy battles and conflicts coming to an end. You get to enjoy pulling on your hidden reserves and reflecting. Uh, You get to enjoy taking decisive action and dealing with situations once and for all, utilizing your will. You get to enjoy being determined and persevering, okay? And so where that was in the future position, it came back to us (laughs) in this overall position in the Nine of Cups, it says, because we've been so determined, because we've persevered, because we've tapped into those hidden reserves, our wish gets fulfilled. The Nine of Cups, that's the wish card, the overall energy. Because we became our own heroes and sheroes and we weren't looking for anybody outside of us to save us, now we get to enjoy inner happiness. 
that's on the most base and mundane level. We get to enjoy inner happiness. We get to enjoy triumphant. We get to enjoy rewards. We get to enjoy self-respect and self-love because we didn't compromise. We were determined not to compromise. We were determined to end battles and conflict. So now we get to enjoy the good life, me time, self-care, knowing that we're worth it. We get to enjoy emotional maturity and fulfillment, which carries over from the, the same Similar energy as the overall energy in the last pool. I told you it was the King of Cups. That's emotional balance. The King is the most mature card in any suit. And here the Nine of Cups is saying again, yes, emotional maturity and emotional fulfillment coming from our ability to persevere and and take decisive action. Utilizing our time and energy wisely and well and with that three of pentacles in the last present position, that 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 masterful energy pays off, especially when you're determined to make it pay off. And so that brings us to the current pool. We, I love this current pool because it, it, it's surrounding this, this love energy. It's three cups cards surrounding a fourth card in the present position in the middle of the spread. And the swords card in the middle of the spread is the two is the uh, two of swords. And if you look on the card of the two of swords, you see the lady sitting there. She's got her arms crossed. This, this, this message, there was a few car, a card pulls back where I told y'all the only card in the whole pool was in the future position, and it was no. And I told y'all there was going to come some time ahead where that no was going to really benefit us and be our best friend. Like, no, that that whole idea of the nine of wands in the last spread, being determined, you know, there's a defensiveness with the nine of wands. No, taking decisive action, no, I'm not confused. It ain't no maybe, it's no, I'm not going to settle for this. I'm not going to deal with this. And so here in our current spread, we have a two of fours coming up that, is talking about, you know, making clear, evaluating the situation that we're in while we're in this season. We've been in a, a season of, I've been terming it a bridge season, this time period, bridging the last 99 years with the 99 years ahead of us, bridging the full moon Leo, full moon lunar eclipse in Aquarius season and energy with the energy that begins tomorrow, this great solar new moon eclipse in Leo energy. So since the 7th of August through tomorrow afternoon, it's been like a bridge. You're on one side of the bridge, you're on, you're on one property, you know, or, or territory. You cross the bridge, you're into new territory. That new territory starts energetically for us tomorrow afternoon, depending on your time zone. And so this two of swords card depicts that very energy where you're at a stalemate. You're, you're in between. It's the moon. It's the card for the moon and Libra. <laughs> Libra is the energy that is the most conciliatory and compromising and balanced and harmonizing. You can see both sides. When you're on the bridge, you can see what the one side as good as you can see as well as you can see the other. And you're at this point where you have to make a decision. This is this 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 card was in play last week. I just didn't get to interpret it to y'all on air last week. 
We ran out of time. There was a higher message that needed to come through. And so at this point of the two of swords card, it's like it can be interpreted as a stalemate where you don't make a decision, where you say I'm not going to make a decision or feel like and convince yourself that you can't make a decision. But the higher wisdom of this card is definitely to continue to evaluate whatever situation you're in, whatever you're in a bridge situation in in your own life where you can look to your left and you can see, well, I could go that way, you know, the the, the way I just came from because it feels so familiar, at least, you know, the devil that I know is better than the devil that I don't know coming up. I don't know what lies ahead on the other side of this bridge, you know. And then you can look to your right on the other side and say, well, I damn sure can't go back the way I came. But maybe I could just stay on this bridge for a little while. Like I said, thinking that you actually have the choice to not make a decision, that's the lower manifestational vibration of this card. We have to choose. And even if our choice is to simply, as this two of swords card suggests, simply seek inner peace, maybe you can't compromise. Maybe you can't. You can't go both directions. You can't stay on the bridge. But if you seek inner peace and and value that above all, then you'll you'll make the right decision. And I have a real strong suspicion (laughs) it's not going to be to go back. I have a real... um, it, you know, this card also suggests you face us facing our fears, and it also suggests us making painful decisions. This is the key, though. In the past, I told you all the Queen of Cups is the past card. The Two of Swords is the present. That's where we are presently. But what we're bringing with us, what we have access to to help us make this decision and potentially make it less painful and potentially make us, put us more in a position to face our fears with this Leo energy that this great new moon solar eclipse in is not a scary energy. Have you ever met a scary lion? I don't think so. If anything, you're going to be scared of the lion. So this lion energy is fear. This lion energy is Fearless. This lion energy, which is a fire energy, is bold and it's passionate and it's it like its sister energy Aries. It's ready to go. That's that fire. That's that blazing passion. And so, what we're bringing with us is actually this beautiful Queen of Cups energy. That yeah, it's talking about self love. Self. If you love yourself, you can't stay on the bridge. If you love, if you truly love yourself with this Queen of Cups energy, that passion of the Queen of Cups that is empathic, that passion of the Queen of Cups that is caring and supportive, you don't have to run across the bridge. Somebody said you had to be in a hurry about it. It's painful decisions take some time to maneuver through. Facing your fears may take some time to maneuver through. Evaluating situations in clear, logical manners can take some time to maneuver through. Nobody said you had to rush. Wrapping up the last 99 years as you embark upon your next 99 years, which is likely your last 99 years on this plane of awareness, it may take some time to maneuver through. So the Queen of Cups admonishes us to deal with situations, those same situations that we're evaluating in clear, logical manners, 
we're not making emotional based decisions. We're, we're obviously with the Queen of Cups in our past, we're consulting with our heart, but the final decision belongs to us as we're in a state of inner peace and as we're in a clear and logical state. The Queen of Cups deals with situations sensitively, not in a hurry. The Queen of Cups accesses the the, uh, insightfulness and the magic of water. Drink more water if you're ha- if you're in a on the bridge and you want to get off <laughs> and you want to move on to new territory. Drink more water and that'll help clear your mind. It'll help you maneuver more intuitively through whatever emotions that are, you're grappling with. This is the card of the mother. You may want to just consult your mother. Just see what she has to say or think. If your mother is deceased or passed on. You can still communicate with your mother. You may want to look into what opening up those channels of communication are if that's not something that you currently practice or have dealt with certain religions that make you feel like you're wrong or you're going to hell if you do endeavor to practice that level of communication. And like I said, this whole spread is to round that two of swords that these painful decisions were being put in a position to make right now, these fears that we're being faced with right now, these these situations that we're having to evaluate in a clear and logical manner, and this inner peace that we're seeking, it's all surrounded by love. I've explained to y'all we got the wish card for the overall energy. That came from us being patient and determined to see a, a situation through, to change you know, our inner attitude to see it through from one of of negativity and pessimism to one of decisiveness and, and, and perseverance and determination. So now our wish is being fulfilled. We're coming from this energy of self love so we can have inner peace the inner peace that is required to face our fears and and make any painful decision, make any decisions no matter how painful in a clear, logical manner. And then we get to the two of cups in the future position. And I want you guys to, I, I took the time out here at the beginning of the show before we got into the astrology of the week and broke everything down that's going to be going on from Sunday today, Sunday the 20th through Saturday the 26th. I didn't want to bore you with the tarot or just, you know, force the tarot on you. You see, last week I didn't get to it at all. But there's a there's a powerful message here that I wanted to relay, um, and it, it ends in this Two of Cups, which tells me our wish is being fulfilled because out of self-love we're making these necessary decisions, and as a result of that we get the Two of Cups. Who doesn't want the two of cups? Who doesn't want success? Who doesn't want prosperity? Who doesn't want balance? That's what's going to come from this bridge moment we are all living through. We can walk off the bridge to the other, to the new territory with strength, with support, 
with devotion to ourselves. This all started with self-love, the Queen of Cups, and it ends with the Two of Cups, a truth. You can have a truth in your relationships that maybe over the past 99 years at some point have just plagued you, have just caused you turmoil and made you feel restricted, confused, or powerless, or maybe just stagnant, like you just couldn't move out of that energy. The Two of Cups says we can, call, we can have a truth going forward. The Two of Cups says we can have contentment going forward. Maybe you won't get back together with, oh, boy, you know, maybe you, you, your family will never just be like feeling like your best friends like they did when you were growing up. <laughs> you didn't realize that everybody that was blood related to you was not indeed your family. But you can have a truth. You can have contentment. You can have a reunion, even if it's just to call a truth and say, you know what, we got the end to conflict and battles. Our wish is fulfilled now. Let's just enjoy each other or let's just agree to disagree. The Two of Cups is the very Venus in Cancer we are living through right now. I'm telling y'all, the cards corroborate the astrology. Don't dismiss the cards because you're not into tarot. It's the same message, just a different mode and format of translating that message, okay? And I really do feel like it's this Venus and Cancer energy. Venus is going to move out of Cancer into Leo at the end of this week, the same day that Saturn stations direct. So don't crap on Venus and Cancer. That's the very energy that's coloring. That's the very Venusian energy that's coloring this great new moon solar eclipse that is setting off the next 99 years. Venus and Cancer. Venus could have been anywhere at the time of the great solar and the moon eclipse in Leo. It's about to be in Leo, but it's in Cancer because it wants us to enjoy Venus, bringing the enjoyment, bringing the pleasure, bringing the comfort, the peace, the harmony, starting with us. You can have the two by yourself. You can just you and your higher self making a decision to, to be loved, making a decision to support yourself there in the cancer energy, supporting yourself when you don't feel it from anybody else, and that being enough to be content, that being enough to be balanced. The affirmation I like for this card is that love flows into my life in an endless Dream. I love that, y'all. I love it, love it, love it. Okay, with that being said, y'all, let's jump into it. All of that that I said is just going to continue to unfold itself for you as we go through today's show and episode. So buckle up, get your cup of tea, <laughs> get ready to go um, into this powerful week from a position of contentment. There's a lot of people right now, they're not content. They're, they're in a panic state. You hear me? They feel the energy. They hear the chatter. They don't know the astrology necessarily. Some do. They don't know the energy the intu- intuitively of what's happening. They're going, they're, like I told y'all last week, they're going by everything they see on damn TV, on the damn news. They don't know what to do. Oh, let's go outside and put on our cool glasses and... Watch the eclipse. They don't know, like the the um, peoples of ancient times, I've been coming across even more information since I got with you guys last, 
on exactly what this um, time tomorrow afternoon is supposed to look. It's, it's supposed to look like if you want to tap into the highest energy that's going to be going on. It, it, it's going to look a bit more like you going within. Think about it. The moon will be eclipsing the sun. <laughs> blocking out the light of the sun. The moon, the very moon, great solar new moon eclipsed in Leo. If the moon is blocking out the sun, what do you think you're supposed to do? Look at it. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's hints and there's, um, there is a wisdom in the very energy of these planetary bodies in alignment. And I'm not saying, oh, if you look at it, something bad's going to happen or anything like that. I'm saying to let go within. Venus and Cancer is that very energy. Cancer is what Cancer is you being at home within yourself. That's why I say supporting yourself when nobody else is supporting you. You're going to listen to the news and the, the media outlets. When have they ever supported you? That's why I say when I talk about this cancer energy, everybody that you're related to ain't your family. That's not the crap on your relatives. That's to say you better find out who's in your cancer energy. You better find out who's in your fourth house energy because if you mistake family with a relative, you might learn a harsh lesson one day when it's crux, crux time, crunch time, when it's critical. Maybe like an eclipse season. Eclipse season, babies, is no joke or no game. This is notorious. We just um, uh, had to accept the transition of one of our elders. This is not this is not atypical of eclipse season. That's what that's what that eclipse do. It's potent and powerful like that. It's not an energy to play with. This is not a game. This is not a joke. How how cool would it be? If people that didn't have your best interest at heart made you believe the hype and their agenda, they don't play around with it, baby. <laughs> I'm here to tell you, it's it's all kind of uh, rituals and sacrifices very strategically. You don't think they don't know it's a great eclipse and it's going to happen for another 99 years? And your attention to a thing like an eclipse event, get your glasses, Make sure you have your special glasses. You don't think they're in cahoots with the they, – they say you should only get them from these certain companies because of every other person, they, you know, it might not actually protect your eyes. How about you protect your eyes by not looking at the mofo? If the sun is being blocked out, what would you have to protect your eyes from? So – once again, the Two of Swords card is coming up. Evaluate things in a clear and logical. Take the hype out. Take the uh, pandemonium out. And seek inner peace. Seek that that comes from you being at peace with yourself. Most, Like I said, most people are in a frenzy. A lot of people are in a frenzied state right about now. And because they're not prioritizing their inner peace, they're losing. 
I ran into a couple of them myself here within the last couple of days. I'm a single woman as of right now, and I've had some potential suitors, and I didn't really like what they were offering. And somehow, some way, <laughs> good old Mercury retrograde <laughs> brought them back. Brought them back to me. I ain't talked to now none of them. I ain't fooled with now none of them. And here I am at the grocery store, and one of them tapping me on my back. I jumped. You thought I was going to get in my fight. I was in fight stance. I, I stepped back real hard on that pivot foot. Because <laughs> I wasn't ready. I, you scared the goddamn shit out of me. I was ready to go. <laughs> And the other one, uh, I was uh, at an outdoor event. You know, I love me, I love food, and I love natural food. So I was out, you know, in a, a kind of a farmer's market type of deal. And uh, another one, here comes another one, popping up. I said, got to be more careful. <laughs> I and, and the words that came out of their mouth was, I, I had a feeling you'd be here. Like, that. I, first of all, I've never gone there before. That was my first going, but you just had a feeling I'd be here. Ain't that about a? <laughs> so what I'm telling you is that things are, we're still in the midst of a Mercury retrograde at this time. So that further corroborates what I've been telling y'all, that this particular new moon, which is a great new moon, solar eclipse in Leo, it's not going to be about, you know, brand new all new everything. It's going to be about a renewal, and I'm here to tell you that renewal, look for that renewal in you. Don't look up at the sky for the renewal. You're not going to get renewed by looking at the eclipse. Look inward for the renewal. Self-love is the queen of cups that is helping us to make decisions clearly and from a clear and logical standpoint instead of being stuck on the bridge. Self-love and that inner wisdom, that intuitive, psychic, spiritual wisdom is the energy that we're going to get to whatever truth we need to get to, whatever contentment we need to get to. Two of Cups is also about attraction and what you're attracting to you. (laughs) Even when you're saying no and they're still coming. So... You know, that is a a beautiful message to start our week out. Okay, Sunday, today, August the 20th, we are starting the week off with a Mars sextile to Jupiter, which was exact at 11.42 a.m. Central today, okay? The last time we dealt with this energy was February 14th of 2016, and we won't deal with it again until the uh, the 24th of April in 2018, okay? So this is the two of the wars I've been telling y'all about that we start the week out in spirit, know what they're doing. I could have read y'all this, um, it read this energy from last week, and it didn't come up. I was too busy on that Mercury retrograde. Spirit had a, a clear message and wanted to get out about that. But the very energy we start the week off with, Mars, sextile, Jupiter, talks about decisive action, what I've been telling y'all about this whole time. <laughs> Decisive action. That was the Nine of Wands card in our last spread, and it's the Two of Swords card in our current spread. 
And with the sextile of Mars and Jupiter, that decisive action comes naturally right now. Mars is in Leo as it sextiles Jupiter in Libra. Let me give y'all the degree at the 20th degree. Exactly. 20 degrees and zero minutes of Leo for Mars and 20 degrees and zero minutes for Jupiter and Libra. That's exact, baby. That's even more decisive. You can't get no more decisive than exact where you're not wavering, where you're not uh, vacillating. You are sure. This energy of Mars sextile Jupiter says we have access to verbs. We have access to willpower. We have access to direct our energy towards our goals. This is Sag energy, baby. Jupiter rules Sag. And Mars sextiling it is just giving our energy an opportunity to shoot straight at our target. Okay? So under this energy, we're ready for a challenge. That's what I love about our week ahead starting out in this energy. Come what may that the great new moon solar eclipse brings back <laughs> into your life. I just have a, I, I, I feel very confident just leaving it at that. Come what may that this great solar new moon eclipse and Leo energy brings it back into our lives, even if it is a challenge or challenging energy. We can take it, baby. <laughs> we can take it on confidently. We can take it on passionately and boldly, okay? And so we can infuse that boldness into whatever we have to in this week for sure, okay? And then Jupiter, of course, ruling Sagittarius gives us direct access to the energy of enthusiasm and positivity and optimism and adventurous uh, adventurousness and um, and a sense of humor and a sense of humor, okay? So this is our attitude that we're starting the week out in, and and Mars is is you know that competitive spirit that wants to win. So it's that positive positivity that we're accessing this week that's going to give us direct access to to the win. We can take a W this week instead of an L and set off our next 99 years ahead with a W and put, allow that tone to be set over the, this period of time. The only people that are taking L's right now are the ones that are just stuck on the bridge. They stuck on the bridge looking back at the territory they just came from and can't get right. They're, they're the stalemate. They're blocking their emotions. They're avoiding painful decisions. They're avoiding facing their fears. They're avoiding looking at the facts so that they can evaluate things clearly and logically. They're avoiding decisive action. They're scared to bust a grape. This energy allows us to feel strong. This energy allows us to feel courageous, okay? So whatever you need to tackle, whatever competition you need to win, even if it's the competition over your soul, over your attention, you can do it. We can do it. Um, we can make, and, and of course, having access to this bold and, and positive energy, we can make really good impressions on other people. Uh, we'll probably be really attractive and popular, especially if you're vibrating at the highest potentials of this energy. 
Um, and like I said, the probability that we'll come out with the W come out on top is going to be extremely high. Y'all have to let me know if I'm uh, uh, missing the mark or not, but I believe that fight between, uh, what is his name? Not Why did I want to say Holyfield? No, Mayweather uh, is around this time. And so, you know, that's the, this kind of energy. And the, the race will be given, the competition will be given, the belt will be given to those who know they freaking deserve it and, and, and have channeled and harnessed all their margin energy to the highest aim. Jupiter is about morals you know, and, and what we believe. And if we can line those actions up with what we truly believe to the highest degree, we got it. It's in the hole. It's in the bank. The belt is ours. World champion, baby. Now, if you have Mars sextile Jupiter in your natal chart, like Nicki Minaj and Tiger Woods, Serena Williams, sound familiar, Morgan Freeman, Bill Cosby, and Carl Young, then this energy is yours to access from a natural perspective over the course of your life, depending on your other aspects that, you know, interact with your Mars and Jupiter. Um, this, these people, they don't make excuses. <laughs> they don't procrastinate. They aim high. They take initiative. They tackle goals and obstacles with that same enthusiasm, positivity, and optimism. Their, their actions are in line with their beliefs, and they, they, they hit the mark. Like I said, you've got to be vibrating high. You know, if, if you're aiming for some, some old BS, you're going to hit that too. <laughs> but you could have aimed for something that was more in line with, um, you know, a higher vibration and hit that just as easily, okay? These people also tend to be very lucky. This is a lucky week, y'all. Make sure your energy is vibing high enough. Keep them, keep them uh, squares out your circle this week, and make sure you're not, you know, having to deal with um, low vibrational energies from that perspective. You know, it's enough to deal with it from within ourselves, from our own internal foundation, keeping our thoughts high and positive and beneficial and healing and healthy and our emotions, making sure that we're transmuting any negative emotions into something we can use, you know, for our highest benefit. So to have to deal with it from other people, that's just that's just a, a cross you don't want to bear. Not this week. <laughs> Not this week. Okay, tomorrow, 1.22 a.m. Central, we got the sun. The same sun that's aligning with the moon tomorrow afternoon is trining here, and this is a major aspect that's coloring this great new moon solar eclipse week, month, six months on an eclipse scale, and 99 years ahead on a great solar new moon eclipse scale. We've had sun trine Uranus as recently as December 2016, and we'll have it again December of this year on the 16th, okay? And so this energy is beautiful because to me it is the bridge. It bridges this energy. We've got the sun at 28 degrees Leo, trying Uranus at 28 degrees Aries. Whoa, and yes. <laughs> because if you think about it, y'all, we are wrapping up 
And I mean, this is just within 12 hours of this great new moon solar eclipse in Leo. We are wrapping up a full moon lunar eclipse in Aquarius that was exact on August the 7th, right? We don't enter into new territory, the other side of the bridge, until 1.31 p.m. Central on tomorrow. So by the time we get to this sun trine Uranus at 1.22 a.m. Central tomorrow, it is literally like that final moment, some of the final moments on the bridge. This is so beautiful, y'all. Uranus, why is it so beautiful? Uranus that the sun is trining right before the great new moon solar eclipse is the same planetary energy that governs the Aquarius energy we're starting to wrap up from the full moon lunar eclipse in Aquarius on August the 7th. Coincidence? (laughs) Trining this very same Uranus Aquarius 11th house energy. Trines are a gift. Trines are easy, easy, effortless flows of energy. It ought to be a bit easier at this point for us to make the necessary decisions that will get us off the darn bridge. It ought to be that much easier to, to, to get to the inner peace or the compromise that's necessary to get off the darn bridge. The bridge is necessary. I'm not shitting on the bridge. At some point, though, you got to get off the bridge. And that's what this past week has been about. That's definitely what this sun trine Uranus that's starting off um, our week tomorrow is about as well. With sun trine Uranus, this this time is an exciting time. I got on the line today, y'all, in that very energy. I'm already feeling it. The the Uranus is that sudden, unexpected energy, that energy of surprises. We don't know what's around the corner. We don't know what's to come. A lot of us may have ideas, and a lot of us, of us may, um, for the, especially water signs, Scorpio, Cancer, Pisces, we may have some intuitive hits lately that have been letting us kind of peek in and see a bit uh, what may be on the horizon, especially if you're a seer like Sagittarius, you know, and um, just... So, yeah, some of us may have some ideas, but for the most part, you know, you don't know. You don't know when lightning is going to strike. You're in this world of lightning. So it, it, it's this exciting energy that's building up, um, that the sun trine Uranus that's exact um, tomorrow early rising is just, you know, highlighting. Um, this does, energy does talk about increased intuition. It talks about flashes of insight and awareness. Okay, a lot of eureka moments, you know, right now and, you know, in the time to come. Sunshine, this energy of sunshine Uranus is in the exact same picture that's being taken tomorrow afternoon at the time of the great solar new moon eclipse that's going to be developing over the next 99 years. So there's going to be plenty of these, with the trine, it's going to be plenteous. With the trine, it's going to be easy, easy and effortless for us to have these insightful moments, these moments of revelation, okay? And the sun, and it being in a harmonious trine with the sun just says we're going to be coming also at, um, from a point of high confidence, okay? Sun in Leo at that, <laughs> extremely high confidence. 
that's that uh, Beyonce song is gonna be like you know in the background of our lives for a while. Like such a big ego on the on the highest vibrations. If you're vibing high on that ego frequency, and of course you know, hey, people have free will. They can choose to vibe at the low vibrations of that ego energy too. But we're going to uh, be very perceptive. Of and aware of um, different things going forward. Um, Uranus energy is also like this breakthrough energy, and so, um, so and the sun energy is also the energy of what we want. And so, whatever, be I'll put it to you like this: be mindful <laughs> of what you want because you're gonna get it. <laughs> You will get it when you least expect it, and you you might have wanted to make sure on the front end that it is what you want. I've been experiencing that myself as well. I had I said it. Into, I've, I've just been playing games all week, all weekend, because I knew the energy was going to be powerful. So I just said, let me just see. And so, like, uh, it was either yesterday or the day before when I left the house. I said, uh, my intention <laughs> for today is to come back with more than I left with. And when I tell you people are just giving me stuff, I mean priceless stuff, just giving me stuff. I was like, yes, this is awesome. So that's what I wanted. What we want has an extremely high uh, um, chance of coming to us under this energy. So just be clear. Once again, the two floors, evaluate what you want Clearly and logically, don't just throw out some stuff. I want this, I want that, and not you haven't even thought further than just this moment. That's what low vibrational ego does. I want this, I want that, I want this, I want that, and when you get it, you can't handle it because you didn't think that far down the line. Had you had you thought further down the line, you would have said, mm, "I better want this instead." You know, for instance, instead of I want a billion dollars. And that very billion dollars be the bane of your existence. You you see you you know you done heard some um, lottery winner stories, and those babies be it, it only took them winning a million dollars to find out that they could be half a million dollars in debt. Hell, at least before they won the damn lotto, they was only a thousand dollars in debt. <laughs> so. It's like that as opposed to asking for, you know, I would like a million dollars and I would also like access to a financial advisor to help me determine how best to manage this million. If you win a million dollars, even in this day and age, and a million dollars in our current day and age ain't even a lot. But if you win a million dollars and have the right mindset and have the right uh, uh uh, advisory, financial advisory, you could manage that for the rest of your life. You could manage that and not work and have make your money work for you. Make it gain interest. Live off the interest. So that's just this energy too because Uranus is like a real genius frequency. It's the frequency of astrology. I'm here to tell you. <laughs> I'm here to tell you. It was a man that told me years ago now when I first started out in astrology, he told me, he said, he was coming from the technical aspect of it, and he had been studying the trends, and he said, 
astrology is going to, what, what's the word he used? He said, it's going to rupture. It's going to rupture. And he gave me a particular time frame, which is the time frame we're coming into now. And sunshine Uranus only corroborates that. This is an absolutely incredible gift of a time to be accessing energy of, of, of astrology, any kind of occult, metaphysical, technical, um, uh, um, uh, what am I thinking of, technology, electronics, all of that energy, Internet, yes, this is that time. This is an excellent time for that. And any kind of uh, energy of invention, any kind of energy of uh, just getting outside of your comfort zone, getting outside of the status quo. Like the, the time is donezo. And, I mean, you can leave that in the last 99 years of trying to fit in with the damn crowd. We're all connected anyway. You don't have to try to fit in. We're connected. We're Uranus governs the energy of humanity and groups that we associate with and networks that we connect with. So you don't have to try to connect. We're connected. But you. But there is with the sunshine Uranus this opportunity that we're being gifted with to allow our freak flag to fly, to be weird, and in that weirdness, making connections with other people who we share that same weirdness with, that's what it's time for. And so say it's sunshine Uranus is setting up this um, eclipse that I'm about to mention as well. If you were born with sunshine Uranus in your natal chart, what's up to all the freaks, Lisa Lopez, <laughs> Muhammad Ali, Louis, Louis Armstrong, Angela Davis, Tia Maori Hardricks, and Tamara Maori Housley, then, you know, these people tend to, to more easily express their uniqueness. They tend to be a bit more comfortable with being freaks and weirdos. They don't mind. They, they, their ego is real satisfied and comfortable in allowing their originality to shine through, okay? Um, now, let me tell you this, because, of course, the next aspect is the aspect of the new moon solar eclipse, the great new moon solar eclipse at 28 degrees Leo in 53 minutes, um, and it is at 1.30 p.m. Central on tomorrow. What also <laughs> is at 1.30 p.m. Central on tomorrow, which I think is a huge hint, is uh, the moon going void. The sun aligning with the moon tomorrow afternoon is actually setting the moon in void status, which further corroborates my strong suggestion that this is not the new moon where you initiate a whole bunch of new stuff. You initiate a whole bunch of new stuff at a void moon if you want to, and you're going to find out what that void moon do. <laughs> you're going to find out what that void moon do. That void moon, even though it's only for an hour and 55 minutes, the moon does enter Virgo um, just at, you know, about that two hours later at 3.25 p.m. Uh, but it is void. So between 1.30 tomorrow and 2.25 Central, it's, it's this energy where, let's just say, typically at new moons you do rituals, right? Well, if you actually want something to come of them, don't do them between 1.30 and 2.25 p.m. tomorrow, by all means. Void moons are for 
the very energy that this Mercury retrograde being associated with this solar new moon eclipse suggests, which is reviewing things, you know, looking back over things that you've already started. If you, if you, if you need to be active, take action on things you've already begun. Take action on things you've already started pursuing, you've already started and initiated, okay? So, you know, you don't, you don't have to wonder if I'm right. This boy moon is telling you, y'all better lose up. This Mercury retrograde that's, you know, happening at the exact same time is telling you the exact same thing. You're getting it from multiple different ways, just like, the same message I'm giving you in astrology is coming out through the cards. That's how you know it's spirit, because it's going to confirm it on its own self. You're not going to find contradiction. You're not going to find variance. You're going to find sameness, coincidence, synchronicity. All right. So we got the new moon, and any new moon is representing a new phase, a new cycle, okay? And so the fact that it's happening at an eclipse does typically initiate a new cycle that's setting off the next six months, okay, as opposed to a typical new moon, which just sets off the month ahead, the next about four weeks, okay? But it's still definitely this blank slate. The, the, the sun and the moon are still in alignment, even though it's an eclipse. Um, the eclipse just, for me, it means that something is being eclipsed out, perhaps like a life, and I'm, I'm being extra sensitive as I bring up the, the subject of our elder now ancestor, Dick Gregory, but that's a, a, a good symbol of what's taking place. That's what the full moon lunar eclipse in Aquarius on the 7th was leading up to, the fact that things are changing. We've drawn a line of demarcation between the last 99 years and this one, this next one. So to the degree that you're willing to and have been willing leading up to now to release, to let go of, to surrender, mindset, attitude, belief, habit, that Maybe they did service at one point. We're not going to shit on the past like it it ain't nothing, like it don't mean nothing, like it wasn't nothing, it wasn't about nothing, it wasn't worth nothing. That's not what this is about. This is about being on that bridge and saying, well, damn, I could go back, but it's all new territory over here to be explored. Think about the things that you, you didn't get in the last 99 years. Maybe you wanted, always wanted a child always wanted to be married, always wanted, you know, a particular, a particular lifestyle, you know it's not behind you or you'd have it already. So that two of swords comes back up again to, to connect us to where we're headed to. We're, we're only releasing, surrendering, and letting go clearing, releasing, surrendering, and letting go at 5.55 my time. Y'all know this is an angel message. We are only clearing, releasing, surrendering, and let go to make way for the new, new, or the renewed in this case. You want to revitalize something in your life? 
you want to infuse new energy into something that maybe had been dead, you're not going to get that doing the same old thing. It may require you releasing some old habits to develop some new ones. You didn't get what you want by smoking three packs of Newports every day in the last 99-year cycle. So maybe you want to consider letting that ish go and developing a newer, a new habit that shows your lungs you love them <laughs> instead of crapping on them. That's just an example, y'all. Apply that same wisdom to any area of your life that needs to be revitalized. I just sent, uh, there's a lady, last name Larkins, L-A-R-K-I-N-S. Y'all's got to look this bad mama jamma up. Look her up on YouTube, Larkins, and just look up, um, do like Larkins and 75-year-old woman. <laughs> Baby, I'm here to tell you. She done figured something out. You look at her, it was this one clip I saw of her, and it was a news clip. It was like two minutes long. It was a news clip of her in her home. She was showing her, she has this garden, like a greenhouse in her backyard, and she's, like, discovered the secret to longevity, baby. I'm, that's why I say some of us just might live to, to the next great new moon solar eclipse 99 years from now because everybody is not standing on the bridge looking stupid. Some people have crossed over into new territory that affords them all the things that life in the old territory just never did. And you look at her with her husband. This baby, the husband, he can barely stand up. He's holding on for dear life. And now he's reaching his juice glass out to get filled up with some fresh, fresh, squeezed juice because he wants to live. You look at this lady Larkins, and I mean, black don't crack ain't got nothing to do with this. This is on some old. I have found the secret to longevity. There really is no secret. You feed and you nourish just like this queen of cups in this spread right now is suggesting. You mother yourself. You deal with yourself and others sensitively. You support yourself. You care for yourself tenderly, lovingly. Care for yourself. I told y'all it was the card of self-love. You love yourself on the bridge as you step off into new territory and you get the, to reap the benefits. The husband shitted on her for all this time until he just did, I mean, he had a, a pretty much a death sentence. And that's when he decided, okay, I guess I can give up the, the pig. I guess I can give up because the the uh, the lady Larkin she lives an entirely plant based lifestyle, entirely raw. She don't cook nothing and she don't eat nothing that came from an animal. I'm not telling y'all that this is what we need to do and that this is what we're supposed to do. I'm telling y'all that it may be some shifts in our attitudes. It may be some relinquishing of old, outdated no longer serving as attitudes, beliefs, and behaviors that help us bridge this gap between where we are and where we want to be. It may just be the key that unlocks the door to the potential 
for where we've been wanting to go and get to. It's insane to do the same thing and expect a different result. And so this great new moon solar eclipse is saying, my God, you want to make progress and you got the sun trying your and it's on it. You want to, you want to uh, have access to some breakthrough energy, some inventive energy, some energy that turns some things around suddenly and unexpectedly, surprisingly, on a dime, in a moment, in a flash, flash of insight, flash of awareness then you got to make room for it. You've got to make room for it. And it may take some time. Once again, we're dealing with situations sensitively. It's not about racing across the bridge. It's about being clear and logical in each step that we take in the direction of new territory. If you don't learn nothing about eclipse season, you can set up there on that bridge if you want to, (laughs) avoiding blocking, stalemate, you'll see on the card of the two of swords with your, with your eyes shut, uh, blindfolded. Well, I didn't see it. If, if I don't see it, it don't pertain to me. I, I, didn't, I didn't look at the eclipse. <laughs> but that's not going to cut it. So say if the great solar new moon eclipse, we, will be, we, can, we can make this necessary shift or we can be drugged across the bridge getting all kinds of splinters and stuff as we get drugged across the bridge. Now, that's going to be a painful decision. The most painful decision you can make right now is making no decision at all. All right. Um, The decisions that we're making now are going to last us at least six months. We'll be looking back at this time Six months from now, like, okay, I'm glad I made that decision. It totally paid off. It totally worked out. It totally led to the success and the prosperity that the two of cups cards in our future position this week suggest. The cards don't lie. You better ask somebody. <laughs> and so um, with the Leo energy on this, it really, you know, there, there's no need to have Leo energy on it that, that talks about courage, that talks about being fearless if we weren't going to be confronted with opportunities to be afraid. But the key here is feel the fear and do it anyway. Fuck fear. But have the heart, embrace the heart of a lion. Embrace the heart of a lion that is fearless enough and brave enough to open up your heart and love again. Yeah, you've been hurt in the last 99-year cycle. I get it. I can um, relate to that directly. But you can stand on that bridge if you want to and act like, well, I do want love, but I'm just scared of getting hurt. No, that time is dead. That time is being eclipsed out for the rest of your life more than likely if you're not on that, on that Larkin lifestyle. <laughs> so uh, the trying to Uranus is helping us with that. So the trying to Uranus is saying get out of your goddamn comfort zone. Get out of the box that others have put you in or that you have put, allowed yourself to be put in. Okay, 
Be inventive with your ish. Think, think a new thought. Allow a new thought to come in. Instead of these sheep thoughts that, you, well, if they didn't say it on Love and Hip Hop, and if they didn't say it on down the news, no, you were get, we were all given a Uranus energy. We could have been given any kind of energy. We were all, you've got Uranus somewhere in your chart. And so we all have access to of this breakout, breakthrough, rebellious. It may be time for us to rebel in a certain way, rebel against the way things have been in certain ways in the highest vibrations of the Uranus energy. It's, a, it's being gifted to us. It's a trine. Take full advantage of the gift so you don't have to. Trust me, if you don't want to take full advantage of the gift and you're avoiding two of fours on the low vibration, you're avoiding, you're blocking, you're all in your feelings, instead of being clear and logical, then it will be thrust upon you. So say it's the power of any eclipse, but definitely this great one. And so say it's the power of Uranus, even if it is on low vibration, because you don't want to budge. You don't have to budge. A low vibration of Uranus, plus it's a trine that means it has even more easy access to yourself. Oh, you don't budge. You might just want to, when I always talk about Uranus, I always admonish for y'all to shift with the shift, to stay flexible, to keep an open mind. You don't know what the heck is on the horizon for this week, for the next 99 years. So stay open. Stay open to the highest vibrations of what could possibly happen. You could win the lottery. It could happen. If you play, it could happen could meet the love of your life. If you are living from this Leo open heart that's brave and courageous and generous, it could happen. No, it didn't happen in the last 99-year cycle. What's that mean? That's why we've been drawing this line of demarcation. That's why we have to get off the bridge because you're not going to get to new territory on the bridge. All right, y'all. Uranus also does talk about a higher awareness, a higher self-awareness, and so we've got access to that as well, this energy of self-discovery. It may be new things that you're discovering about yourself, about what you want. It's the sun, this very solar energy that's trining the Uranus energy. So it may be new discoveries about what you want, what you will and won't do. I'm I'm having those new discoveries myself. I told you all about the, the two gentlemen <laughs> that popped up on me. They popped up because I had pushed them out. I said no. I was saying no because I want something higher and better. I'm discovering about my own self and my own wants and what I will and will not do that I will not settle anymore. I'm leaving that in the last 99 years. My children deserve better. My grandchildren deserve better. The legacy that we'll be leaving is worth more than, well, you know, he does have money, though. Well, you know, he is fine, though. No. In this new cycle, I'm becoming aware and discovering about myself that all that is 
is meaningless in the context of the greater influence of the solar energy is masculine energy. It's a male energy, and it's the energy of a, of a male that is generous. It's an energy of a male who is courageous. It's the energy of a male. A lot of the things that describe uh, um, our, our ancestor, Dick Gregory, do you some research on, on his journey here on this plane of awareness, and you'll find that a lot of those things describe him. You know, he, he, he made some decisions when it wasn't popular. Uranus, look, almost everything we've been talking about, it's so interesting that he made transition at this time. Um, and so when, when Uranus comes around, it really does take a lot of the limitations off, you know. You, you, Uranus is that sudden and unexpected reversal. You could have been poor all your life. And hit the lotto, and suddenly and unexpectedly, that you don't know when you're gonna win. You don't know when your numbers gonna hit, or if they'll hit. And in a in a moment in time, lightning fast, that switches and changes. You could have gone through the last 99 years just as single, <laughs> just as single as you wanna be, and all of a sudden you meet the love of your life, and life is never the same again. That's what this Uranus energy do. Ain't no such thing as limits when you're when you're willing to step outside of the box. What fucking box? Getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. Getting comfortable with change. And so it could go many different ways. It may just be, you know, things have been turbulent for you for a while, and all of a sudden, starting this week, you get, you know, access to this peace you haven't had in a long time. You haven't accessed in a long time, and it feels damn good. So just be open. I don't care how things have been going in your life. Just be open to the fact that this week, things could change. That is the key word for Uranus. If you don't remember nothing else, remember change. So you might want to get just real comfy and cozied up <laughs> with the idea of change and just be on the front end of change. That's why I say us releasing, surrendering, letting go of old habits, of just old ways. It don't have to be nothing bad. You done wore braids for the last 10 years or you done grow, you've grown locks for the last 20 years and you get a... a a, a flash of insight or awareness to switch it up. You don't have to be the locks aren't bad. Ain't nothing wrong with locks growing for the next 99 years if, if that's what you're being led to do. But I'm showing you some different ways to get on the front end of change where it doesn't have to be thrust upon you in some horrible way. Okay? Um... I've been talking about this eclipse for so many shows now, y'all. I feel like I've talked it, talked, talked it. And I even last week, uh, no, I didn't give you horoscopes on. But what I have given you is horoscopes on the Leo energy up until now. Um, I wasn't prepared to do that for y'all today. I guess spirit just wants to keep it really general. Like I said, there's this energy of because we don't know what to expect, it ain't like I could sit here and go through the list of all the soul signs and tell you what energy is being impacted and affected by that. Uranus is, is basically trying to tell us 
don't try to pinpoint it because you're going to be the only one mad. Even me. That tomorrow is not going to be for me about looking up at the sky to see if, you know, I guess I can download anything extra from the sun being blocked out by the moon. Tomorrow for me is going to be about going within, um, accessing this Queen of Cups energy of self-love, caring for myself, supporting myself, um, tapping in intuitively and psychically and spiritually and listening. That's the Queen of Cups. The Queen of Cups is an empath, and she listens. It ain't a lot I need to say. It ain't a lot of people I need to talk to. I need to do consults tomorrow because I have a short week this week. But I'm not going to do any tomorrow. I need, I don't, I don't, more than I have a lot to say, I, I have a lot of listening to do. I have a lot of receiving and downloading to do. Because the, it, we don't, once again, the, the hour and 55 minutes we get after the eclipse occurs, the moon goes right into Virgo. And now Virgo is an energy that wants to be productive. Um, we can go ahead and move into that at 3.25 p.m. Central on tomorrow the 21st, the moon does enter Virgo. And, yes, at that point and for the next couple of days, day and a half, we're going to be likely very emotionally satisfied to be productive. Virgo is an earth sign. Um, uh, we're embarking upon uh, Virgo season this week as well. Uh, with the sun entering Virgo there on Tuesday. So, yeah, like the Virgo energy, we're going to be ready to kind of make way for this energy of putting into productive and constructive practice. I love that about Virgo. Virgo is about what we do on a daily, regular, lifestyle, routine basis. So, yes, at that point, um, after the moon goes into Virgo, yes, it's going to be about putting into practice the very things that we've downloaded. That's why we're not doing anything brand new on the 21st. Hell, because we don't even know what that is. We've got to get those downloads first. And then the moon in Virgo is probably going to give us satisfaction to, you know, probably write some stuff down, plan some stuff out. And then, yes, Tuesday when the sun finally goes into Virgo, that's going to bring our more uh, external and active focus to a lot of those things. And so um, that's kind of how that flow of energy is going to go more than likely. Tuesday at 8.21 a.m., Mars at 21 degrees Leo is in a gift of a trine to Saturn at 21 degrees Sagittarius. This hasn't happened since March the 6th of this year, and it won't happen again. It won't happen at all next year. <laughs> and it won't happen again until March 14th of 2019, okay? And so we started the week out with Mars sextiling Jupiter, yay, setting our week out with decisive action. And then here, um, right after the moon enters Virgo, we get a Mars trine to Saturn, which is basically an opposite energy of Jupiter. And it's in a gift of a trine. So once again, the actions that we're taking are being strengthened and supported. With this, Saturn is easily, easily and effortlessly supporting the actions that we need to take, the decisive actions that we need to take is being supported with endurance, with perseverance, with stamina, with 
strength, okay? And so this is the energy of uh, Saturn adds this lasting energy to it uh, of devotion and loyalty and dedication and dependability and, once again, stamina and structure and stability, okay? So this it is describing an energy here after the moon goes into Virgo, an earth energy that adds a lot of these same elements. So as of Tuesday, we're going to be feeling a bit more um, efficient, you know, in our energy and our actions, but also discipline and patience, okay? So we can kind of streamline these actions, and they're not going to be all over the place. Mars can definitely, it, it rules Aries, that first sign, and a lot of times Mars, Mars energy is just ready to go with nowhere to go or no direction. It's just ready to go. And Saturn is going to stabilize it and give it some structure, okay, easily and effortlessly, okay? Um, it also adds an element of, of eldership, okay? So we could either be taking action for an elder or a parent in our life, or we could be gaining that structure and stability from a parent or an elder in our life, an authority, an authority figure, or even as a parent, helping our children, adding some structure to them if they're, you know, I think it's still summertime for many children, and so kind of streamlining them back into the mode of having a schedule, you know, you got to get up and do stuff at certain times. you got to go ahead and get in bed now at certain times. and so. But it's, it's a trine. It's a gift. It's for their own good. In the same way for us, it'll be for our own good. And it'll give us the, the practical results, the lasting success that we, um, we want and need, okay? So if you were born with Mars, trine, Saturn in your natal chart, like Barack Obama, Denzel Washington, Malcolm X, um, Little Romeo, Tyrese Gibson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, then this is what gives these people um, passion, endurance, dedication, that, that loyalty, the, 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 lit, the, what am I trying to say, reduction of distraction so they can get to the success, Okay. And it adds a bit of a sex appeal, you know. It's kind of sexy when, you, when you've got your margin wild, right-to-go energy kind of tamed, kind of disciplined, okay? And then um, the sun enters Virgo there at 5.20 p.m. Central on Tuesday, August 22nd. I'll dig into that here in just a second. I just want to check in on the phone lines. I do see a caller raise their hand from the 502 area code. He's here live on the air with your world healer. Hello. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm doing wonderful. I'm very excited about this new season that we're embarking upon. I am Who too. am I speaking with? Oh, cool. This is Katie from Kentucky. Katie from Kentucky. So wonderful to speak with you today. What did you want to add or ask? Um, I was just going to see if you saw anything in my chart regards to relationships. Um, I can feel like there's feel like there's something like about to happen, but I don't know what. And um, but I can mm-hmm. feel the energy. What's so your sign? You could look at. Um, I'm a Capricorn sun, and I'm a um, 
Libra moon and a Gemini rising. Okay. Capricorn sun, Libra moon, mm-hmm, and Gemini rising. Okay. Well, definitely with that Gemini rising, that gives Mercury rulership over your entire chart and entire life. And your chart ruler, Mm -hmm. your life ruler, is retrograde right now. So not only that, it's retrograde at the time of this great new moon solar eclipse, which that energy is going to be spotlighted on people like you and me. I have Gemini rising as well. So Uh the energy is very strong for us of people returning to us. It may not be specific people. It may simply be energies. It could be a, the same energy or spirit coming back to you in a different form, okay? This could be an energy okay. or spirit from a, a different lifetime, or this could be an energy or spirit from just before in your life when you were younger, okay? Uh, but it'll be okay. a likely, mm-hmm, likely it'll be a familiar spirit or energy, one that feels like home, Venus is in Cancer right now, which totally um, uh, activates your uh, Capricorn sun because like Cancer, Capricorn is in, uh, what is, it starts with an I, it's a cardinal sign. What starts with an I mm-hmm. is the fact that cardinal signs are initiatory energy that goes right along with okay. your Libra moon. Another cardinal sign like Venus and Cancer. Venus is the energy of love and so many other blissful, wonderful things. Everything I can think of to say about Venus, it's something that would appeal to you, especially as a woman. But that's Mm -hmm. lighting up that sun sign and that moon sign for you. So I definitely want to encourage you as it relates to your wants, what you're wanting in a partnership, make sure Mm -hmm. that it satisfies this energy of, number one, somebody being the initiator for you, you're going to like that. You're going to like somebody initiating. It's going to register with what you want, your sun in Capricorn, and it's going to register with what you need, your Libra moon. Mm -hmm. And so you're also going to want, uh, you're also going to want to consult those Libra needs that you have. I have a strong Libra energy in my own chart, and that registers well as it relates to, um, relationships in general that Libra governs, but also this energy of fairness and diplomacy and tactfulness. You know, when I was younger, (laughs) I really liked the bad boy image, but, you know, it's my destiny. (laughs) Yeah, but a little bit I Mm -hmm. know, had I known my chart, I would have known this, but with that Libra energy strong in your chart and my chart, um, it bodes a lot more well and is way more conducive to um, not not a wussy man, not a a, um, a, uh, a, a man, man that's easy. It definitely, if you even, I, I know some Libra men, and none of them are like easy pushovers and all that stuff, but they're fair and they're diplomatic and they have taste and class and access to luxury and style. And so it'll be, mm-hmm. you know, some of these keyword descriptions that I would admonish you to look out for it. I just got to explain to everyone that the energy of this great solar new moon eclipse that's exact tomorrow afternoon is not, because it's in a, it's happening at the same time that the moon goes void for two hours 
And because it's happening at the same time that Mercury is literally retrograde, that it's it's not so much of an energy, even though Leo is a masculine energy, it's being colored by this void moon and this Mercury retrograde that is really suggesting energetically that we simply open ourselves up to receiving what it is that we want, that we open ourselves up by becoming really clear, firm, logical, making this, taking decisive action once we have made a decision. If you've made a decision to open yourself up to this kind of guy as opposed to whatever kind you've opened yourself up to before, then you do certain mm-hmm. things that are different, especially when we're considering this great soul in the new eclipse is drawing a line in the sand from the last 99 years to the next 99 years that you begin to do things that are different, that you begin to do things that are more conducive to this new territory that you're stepping into and, had, you know, has way less to do with what you're coming from except that you have learned those lessons well <laughs> and you know not to go back yeah. there and you know how to avoid certain things. And, and once you, the, the wisdom here is, as you are saying no to the good, you know, yeah, I could go out with this guy, and yeah, I could do this and that. As you say no to the good, you begin to have opportunities, more opportunities to say yes to the great. See what I'm saying? Gotcha. And yeah, so that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that's the word you say? It makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. It feels really good, too. <laughs> I've been living it yeah, here in it the past week. Yeah, it feels great. I'm seeing the uh, results through my very own mama's babies. That's what I call my clients, my mama's babies, and uh, <laughs> them seeing the results in their very own lives. It's just been amazing. And this Leo energy is just the cherry on top. If you know a Leo woman, <laughs> they are the very mm-hmm. epitome of this energy of allowing things to come to you. Leo is ruled by the sun. This next 99-year season we're going into has this imprint of Leo on it to say, does the sun, when it rises in the morning, have to ask people to look at it or feel it? No. Every other planetary energy in our solar system, our very galactic system, is named after the sun, solar system. And every other planetary body revolves around that sun and rotates around that sun. So it, us as women, but it, even it, it, for any of my male listeners, it's this very energy of harnessing this fire inside. That's why I'm suggesting to people that this week ahead, this time of the, the, this eclipse tomorrow afternoon is setting off, allow it to be that internal fire that we're stoking, those flames that we're stoking internally by loving ourselves, by caring for ourselves, supporting ourselves, and dealing with ourselves and others sensitively and listening to ourselves and others instead of worrying about who we can call and harass and get to notice us and pay attention to us. The sun doesn't do that. The sun rises and it does what it does. It's not worried about nothing else and somehow still every other planetary body manages to rotate around it. So that's what I have for you. I have links in the description box of the episode information um, for my site to click on it to stay connected with me here at Mama Dada Astrology. But I just appreciate you listening and then calling in to contribute to the show. Thank you so much, Katie. Peace and bliss. Oh, definitely. I'll see you next 99 years ahead. What did you say? (laughs) 
And so I'll I'll stay on the line and listen. I like I like what you have to say. It resonates. Absolutely. Okay. I'll thank you very much. To do just that. You're welcome. Thank you, Katie. Okay. All right, y'all. That's amazing and powerful. Katie is just corroborating, you know, even in her energy. That's why even though I don't read charts on the air, um, I've definitely begun to still read energies on the air. And uh, it's her energy and just the energy of the phone call is very reminiscent of a lot of conversations I've been having over the last week. And you know, that, that's the energy that I started the show out in and the energy when I began talking about the sun trining Uranus that is coloring the um, chart of this great solar moon eclipse in Leo, that that is in. It's, we don't know what's coming. We know, it, this is the thing, your energy about what's coming is going to precipitate what comes. No, you don't know exactly what's coming, but if you feel good in the not knowing, you know what's coming is going to be good. If you feel scared and full of fear and, you know, just racked with anxiety and pain about what could possibly be coming with foreboding, then it's going to be a self-fulfilling prophecy. I just told you that the sun is trining Uranus at this time. Uranus just went retrograde. I want to, y'all know I like exact dates. I know when Uranus just went retrograde. Uranus just went retrograde not even a week or two ago, y'all. Yes, on the second. On the second, Uranus just went retrograde. And what did I tell y'all about Uranus going retrograde? That means when these, especially the outer lying planets that have more of a generational influence typically than a personal one, when they go retrograde, like the same Uranus retrograde that's trining the sun right now, that's exact tomorrow, when these planets go retrograde, they bring the energy internal. I've already been using that word enough this show alone. What you think that means? That's a hint from spirit. What you're looking for is not on the outside of you. If you're looking for wealth and prosperity, I promise you it's not on the outside of you. If you're looking for the perfect partnership, perfect romantic partnership, it's not outside of you. So say if there's two of cups in our future position this week. If you're looking for peace in your life, in your relationships, in your family, it's not outside of you. If you're looking for the perfect career for you that divinely aligns with your purpose and your, the direction your life and your soul is headed in, it's not outside of you. Uranus retrograde says that any necessary changes, I just told you all that's the key, if you don't remember, no other key word for Uranus is change. Any necessary changes, any necessary insights, any necessary ingenuity, inventiveness, any necessary uh, getting out, thinking outside of the box that you need to do, it's in you. The, the, the seeds of these changes, the seeds of these breakthroughs that Uranus promises, the sun is trining this Uranus, what does that mean? This great solar new moon eclipse is gifting the energy of change. 
don't you want to be in the flow of the Uranus energy that is changed when the great solar new moon eclipse of the next 99 years is in a harmonious gift of a trine to it? Or do you want to be inflexible and unwilling to change when the great solar new moon eclipse of the next 99 years is gifting it? You don't want to gift? You don't want the great gift of the next 99 years? You don't want to get off the bridge? All right. So we're back to Tuesday, August 22nd, 5.20 p.m. Central, when the sun enters Virgo. We stepped into this Virgo energy earlier, Tuesday rising, when the moon entered, uh, I apologize, uh, Monday afternoon, right after the eclipse, when the moon entered Virgo. And here we are Tuesday evening at 5.20 p.m. when the sun joins the moon uh, there in Virgo. So I'm, I'm showing you all this progression of passion, this progression of fearlessness, this progression of this Leo energy into the moon. I mean, the, the moon ain't in Leo for two hours after this Leo great new moon eclipse. That's me. That's like, I mean, when I think about that, I, I get this picture of the sun just like dropping the mic, like, Man, you the, the sun got on here, got on the mic at at one thirty p.m. on its great new moon eclipse in Leo ish for the next ninety nine years, and you know at two hours, an hour and fifty five minutes later, it just drops the mic like, okay, now I'm gonna let Virgo, like it pulled a Kanye on Taylor Swift, like, okay, you know, now I'm gonna let you have your moment back, Virgo. <laughs> We're going to start off Virgo season with a great solar new moon eclipse in Leo. That is showing you the power of this energy. It can be Virgo season all it wants to be after uh, uh, Tuesday evening. This great new moon eclipse in Leo energy is going to color the the next month ahead. It's going to color the next six months ahead until the next eclipse season is going to color the next 99 years ahead. So you might want to get into the flow. What's going to continue to help us get into the flow as we continue to see the picture develop more is this sun in Virgo energy. Mercury is already retrograding in Virgo. Hello? Mercury retrograde is in the picture that's getting taken at tomorrow afternoon when the eclipse happens as well. That picture is going to be good for 99 years, and in that picture, Mercury is retrograde in Virgo. So the sun entering Virgo Tuesday evening is only bringing the focus of the sun. Wherever the sun is, that's where our focus is energetically. It's only bringing the focus to the same Mercury retrograde in Virgo that's already coloring this great solar new moon eclipse in Leo season. So it's just going to bring to the surface for us to see clearly these Virgoan keywords and themes like our attention to detail. You go back to last week's show, you can find in the episode information for this show a link to click here to be um, referred back to last week's show, which was all about Mercury retrograde in Virgo, all about the, the ch- y'all, I go so hard on the intuitive tip. I don't mean to toot my own horn, but when I name these shows, it's just ridiculous. It's incredible. 
how accurate, you know, spirit uh, allows me to name these shows through. Hold on, y'all, because I have a little list of, yes, I titled that show from last week, uh, Mercury Retrograde in Virgo, a sign, look at this, (laughs) y'all, a sign of changing, you're this key word here, a sign of changing times is in the devilish details. I just had to pause for that one. A moment of silence for a spirit intuiting messages through me so so powerfully and ahead of time. That was that was last week's show. And here again, we're revisiting this energy with the sun shining its focusing light, its light of concentration on this very same area of space where Mercury is retrograding. What does that mean? These little details in our lives, just like when I was talking to Katie, it's going to be these. The, the, it's going to be critical. That's another Virgo keyword. On the low vibration, Virgos can be very critical and fault finding and all this stuff. But if you raise that vibration, it's just attention to detail. It's just it, they're not manifesting it on a high vibration, so it it comes out as being critical because they're not being compassionate and understanding. If they were compassionate and understanding, they would know that you know people miss stuff from time to time. <laughs> But on the high vibration, it's just attention to detail, taking care of the practical things. Being dis- Virgo is real discriminatory. That's why I am keep bringing up the idea of saying no to what we don't want, saying no to the good things and the mediocre things and the things that are all right. Well, I could, I could go for that. I could, uh-uh. So, great solar new moon eclipse in Leo is saying no. You better go for what you want. And sun going into Virgo while Mercury is retrograding there, and these things things are being brought back up to us. Some things that could be being brought back up to us are just even deceiving. These this very true of swords energy in our current spread in the present position, saying some some decisions could be brought back up for you to make. Don't make them based on mediocrity. Make them based on these devilish details. Okay, okay. The, I'm not saying go crazy with it because, once again, low vibrational Virgo is just fault-finding for no reason and just uber-critical and, you know, just ridiculous, you know. Meet you a low vibrational Virgo and it'll be real easy to see. But it is paying attention to the details, you know. Um, One of the guys that I told y'all came just popped back up in my awareness, like, oh, my God, I've said no to you for a reason, and he only serves even in the brief moments where he popped back up. It only serves just to even uh, clarify, give me even more. That's what the beauty of this Mercury retrograde season is doing for us, of any Mercury retrograde season. I've already described this in detail in last week's show where I detailed this Mercury retrograde energy. We get three times to pass over an area of space. By the time Mercury stations direct on September the 5th and makes its final pass through these degrees, we should be damn clear about what we want and what we don't want. Down to the damn last devilish detail. And so... (laughs) I know I don't want a liar for a man, 
And this guy, one of these two guys, you know, actually both of them, they had that lion-ass energy on them. One was a Cancer and one was a Virgo. Y'all know I will manifest people in the energy of whatever season it is, like, with ease. (laughs) And I manifested a Virgo a couple of weeks ago, right before Mercury Station, but when it was in the zone already. And... You know, things were going all right, you know, just on a level of getting to know somebody. But then I just, I had had a feeling. My spidey senses got alerted before we even had our first date, and we didn't even make it to the first date. I I, I sent him a message early on the day we were supposed to meet up, you know, doing him a, a favor and a service that most guys and most people won't do. They'll just leave you hanging and, and uh, what do they call it, getting stood up. I don't do that. That's bullshit. That's, a, that's coward. That's punkish. That's the very opposite of this Leo energy. I'm fierce. I'm fearless. I don't have to cop out like that. <laughs> and I told them, because it, it was a certain things that, that, that I, I wasn't able to just say, yeah, it wasn't great. It was all right. It was good, but it wasn't great. And so I just decided, you know, I don't need to go out on a date with him or anybody else. I'm just going to say no. And uh, it turned out, you know, shortly after that, I called him. I literally, up until then, it was just a spidey sense. And shortly after that, I literally, he lied to me. And so what I'm saying here with this sun entering Virgo energy, it's 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 not going to be a time of glossing over little details. Oh, well, he just told a little lie. He said he'd email me, but he really hadn't emailed me when I went back to look. That was just a little lie. No. It's going to be this scrutinizing energy of Virgo that not only in relationships, that is an example, y'all. The Mercury retrograding in Virgo that the sun entering Virgo is shining now a light on it's simply going to highlight these areas where we've got to pay attention to details in our finances. You can't just act like that decimal or that zero don't count. It counts. Or it will. You're going to find out how much it counts. In our uh, finances, we've done relationships. In our uh, business, who, who we partner up with, even in business. Well, they just do a little shady business on that end. If they do shady business before y'all partner up, what do you think is going to happen once y'all do? Do you really want to say, I know somebody who went through a similar situation, and it it looked like a really good opportunity. The money was going to be right. The time, you know, the flexibility was going to be right. But this person had a whole, every every person they told about it was like, oh, you linking up with them? Mm. So it was, good. it was a good opportunity, but it wasn't a great opportunity. Um, Virgo is a real energy of being organized, so that's something that's going to help you. If you're organized, you won't miss the decimals and the zeros. If you're organized, you won't miss an opportunity to connect with someone who is you know, organize even in your mind, organizing your thoughts, organizing your emotions, organizing your communication. You can't tell me you emailed me. I mean, come on, it's the age of information. You don't literally lie and say you emailed me and I can literally open up my email and see that you didn't. 
That's what being organized can offer you. It's certainty. You know, you can say what you want about Virgos, but they tend, this Virgo energy tends for precision and exactness and perfection. Okay? Your, your, your Beyonce is a Virgo, and that's that same energy. These people are precise in their dealings because they don't, you, if you've watched some of the, you know, behind-the-scenes footage of her different little events and stuff, she's real, you know, no, no, that's not going to work. And, you know, if you're not on time, she don't fool with you and all that kind of stuff. No, it'll be our ability to discriminate and, and, um, and organize that really benefits us. Um, anything that needs to get done, this is the season to do it especially as it relates to this new 99-year cycle we're embarking upon. Get organized. You, I'm telling you, the sun shining, you're in this, and you're getting clear on what you want because the ish can literally happen. Now, like I said, with the lotto winner, once it happens, then what? You might want to have an organized, detailed plan. Okay, I'm going to contact the financial advisor so I can start out doing the uh, the highest thing with this money so it'll last me. So I won't have to be one of those shameful lotto, you know, horrible things that have happened to lottery winners, all the lottery winners that are in debt now. The financial planning and the, and the where you're going to, how you're going to, who you're going to tell, and that's half of the horror stories. They, they done told everybody because they were so happy and now they didn't have to change their phone number and all this other stuff because everybody's hitting them up with a side story of why they need $15,000 in a hurry <laughs> all of a sudden. What if they hadn't won the lotto? What was you going to do then? I don't need, don't make them the backup plan. So getting organized, you know, and Virgo, I haven't mentioned this yet, but this is powerful to keep in mind for Virgo season. Virgo is about health. That's one of the major keywords for Virgo, health and work. I have, did mention the daily routine, the lifestyle. So this is a time to get real organized about stuff like that, you know, um, getting your work done so you can reap the benefits later. Virgo is an earth sign. It wants to be productive. It wants to be successful. And it is productive and successful like your Beyonce's and other. I, I don't have any particular affinity to Beyonce. I don't own not, not now one of her CDs. I ain't downloaded not now one of her songs. So I'm not, I'm only bringing her up as a, as a representation of the energy, period, and not even a pure representation of it because her chart has way more than Virgo in it. So, um, but the quality of your lifestyle, the quality of your day-to-day is going to have a lot to do with the work that you get done and with the precision and detail-orientedness and exactness with which you get it done. Once you get your work done, because like I always mention about Virgo, it can go real low vibe real quick. So during this sun and Virgo season, shout out to all Mama's Virgos. Mama loves her Virgos. If you haven't been able to tell already, I have an affinity, personal affinity to it because of the Virgo in my own natal chart. And so I I vibe with Virgo because I can appreciate precision and 
an element of perfection when you tend to the devilish details, when you tend to um, the need to be organized in, 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 in your relationships, organized in your finances, organized in your communication and lifestyle, like I told you. I, I, I wasn't going to stand nobody up. I'm going to be real I, because I'm not going to be late to anything. And if I, the first moment after the time we were supposed to meet that I don't show up, and I haven't told, notified you in advance of what was going to go on or what how is is going on, then I take that as that's on me. That's a Vir, that's a Virgoan energy. So once you, this is the thing with Virgo, though, what I was about to say is that I have to remind people about this Virgo energy that Virgo can get real stressed out. Like, okay, details, <laughs> organized. I gotta be exact. I gotta be precise. Uh, 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 I got to be productive. I got to get it all done. When you're organized, you can take the stress out. When you have planned your to-do list for your days, weeks, months ahead, you know when you have to get something done by. You can break it up into little steps in between now and then. You can plan to get it done before. That's the beauty of being organized. You don't have to plan to get it done by that date and be stressed out. You can plan to get it done days in advance. So you got a cushion and a buffer in case, especially under this Mercury retrograde in Virgo energy, you may have to go back. You may have to re-edit it. You may have to re-evaluate it. You may have to rethink your plan. So you plan in time to do that. So once you get the things done, especially if you plan in a buffer, you get downtime. You get to reap the rewards and the success that comes from having been so efficient, having been so exact, having been so, you know, having this energy of fixing things along the way. Then you can do some of the earthy things that the Virgo energy suggests that, that adds to that lifestyle that Virgo talks about. You can sit down with your glass of wine, you can unwind, you can get your little massage, you can go on a, a, a walk or a run, you can socialize, you can do whatever you want to do because you got your work done and you're not stressing out, looking crazy and stupid. Okay, um, in our conversation with others during this Virgo season, um, you know, try to, you don't want to walk on eggshells by all means. Say what you got to say. Uh, but with Mercury retrograde in this energy, definitely think to the, all the Mercury retrograde suggestions that I always say to y'all. Think twice before you speak. When you think that first time about what you want to say to somebody, especially if it's critical, real Virgo, fault finding, <laughs> you know, like think twice. Okay, Maybe I could tell them something that I liked about what they said or did before I, you know, feed them my criticism, my constructive and productive criticism. When you're criticizing someone constructively and productively, there's a, you're, you're, there's a point, there's a high vibrational point that you want to get to as a result of this conversation, not to tear them down, that's low vibrational, not to see them cry or get a reaction, that's low vibrational, but to see them thrive and succeed and be successful and to where they get their downtime later on, be more efficient, 
then that's what maybe when you think that first time, if it's not that you're thinking of something to say that's, of, of, um, you know, uh, complimentary first, maybe you're just uh, rethinking how you're going to say it. Okay, well, um, you know, maybe I can say it in this way where the delivery is just a bit more smoother or that, you know, I can communicate to them or remind them that I do have their best interest at heart before I say this thing that I, that I am feeling compelled that needs to be communicated. I, I'm, 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 I'm a Sagittarius, so I'm all about the truth. I always encourage people. It's so crazy how I tend to attract people to be scared to say stuff to me. And I'm like, what am I going to do, beat you up? I've never beat up anybody. I've never, you know, I had to think about that because, like, have I slapped somebody? <laughs> but not based on them telling me something constructively criticizing me. I appreciate that, and that's the energy that you should take. If, if in this sun and Virgo season somebody's giving you some feedback that's on that constructive level <clears throat> or even critical level, try to take it with a grain of salt and see how you can utilize it and make it work for you to where you can um, improve the quality of, of your efficiency okay, and productivity. Hey, this is a season where the devil is in the details. It may be something that somebody says that you in that moment can't appreciate because you're in your feelings that ends up being this key that unlocks this sunshine, Uranus energy and door. Some Our lives can change on a dime. It may be something that somebody says that's a bit critical but beneficial that helps get us outside of the box, think outside of the box like this sunshine here and this energy wants us to do. It may be the very thing that precipitates and leads to this eureka moment where we figure something out. Don't shit on Virgo because you don't want anybody criticizing you. Be open. Be flexible. That is the Uranus um, suggestion that I'm always telling y'all. This very great solar new moon eclipse energy in Leo says receive it with an open heart and quit being scared that somebody's going to hurt your feelings and, and, and take, take on this nine of cups energy that governs our entire reading this week that says we're going to take in information and energy from a place of emotional maturity and emotional fulfillment. If you're emotionally fulfilled, can't nobody hurt your feelings. We're coming with the queen of cups energy in our, with us into the future, that is an energy of self-love. Not only are we with the Nine of Cups emotionally mature and fulfilled, we come with the Queen of Cups, and we have all the self-love that we need, and we're good listeners. If you're not in your feelings, somebody can run down 30,000 things from the top of your head to the soles of your feet that's critical, and you'll be able, in your emotional maturity and fulfillment and self-love, sit there and listen until they get it all out. And then from that point, we get to the two of swords that allows us to evaluate what they said, not in our feelings, but in a clear, logical manner. And that brings us to the two of cups that promises even more contentment and even prosperity. It may be something that we were able to extract from what they said, that leads us to the very success that we want. 
if you believe the Two of Cups affirmation that love flows into your life in an endless stream, you can take even critical things that are coming from other people and extract the love from it and see it as love. Transmutate it, even if they meant it with evil intent. Transmutate the damn energy to make it work for you. They're still giving... If somebody had enough time in their day, especially with the sun in Virgo, when people are trying to be productive, if somebody had enough time in their day to give you a dissertation from head to toe about everything they think about you, baby, that's energy. Ask an alchemist near you what you can do with that to make it turn into your favor, success, prosperity, Love. That's love, baby. They love you enough to give you however long it took them to say it to you. They could have been having a V8. They gave that time to you. So learn what to do with this energy, okay? Virgo is a real earthy energy. Make sure you are embracing that, you know, time outdoors. I know it's still hot and things going on, but just your time in nature, you know, soak that up during this Virgo season. Um, you know, earthy, you know, fabrics, things that are comfortable, you know. Um, of course, Virgo's real critical, <laughs> especially if you're pulling with a Virgo. Make sure, you know, you don't have a, a bunch of wrinkles going on and you're well-groomed and manicured because they will definitely, uh, yeah, no, they will point it out to you. <laughs> and so... Um, as far as uh, this being a season definitely of, of cleaning, kind of like the spring cleaning thing, Virgo is the mutable season that shifts us. This is the beginning of the end of summertime, okay? And so this mutable energy is shifting us out of summer and into the fall season. So, you know, with this energy of, of moving out of one energy and into another, allow that, especially the Virgo energy of, of you know, organizing, cleaning, packing up stuff that, you know, you know you're not going to wear next summer or stuff like that, you know what I mean, packing up some of the, uh, or pulling out maybe since we're going into the fall season, some of the, you know, little wraps and stuff where it's not too cold to put on a full-blown sweater, but it's cold enough to kind of put a shawl or pulling out stuff like that. So, um, and then clean, clean, clean. Virgo is big on hygiene, okay? Virgo is big on health. Virgo is big on lifestyle and routine. So get you a routine going, at least for now during this mutable season, that's going to help you make the shift. It's going to help you shift your energy, your conscious awareness that times are changing. It's not, it's not going to be summertime in about 2.5 seconds, okay? Um, and um, just look forward to all of the things that come from the benefits of paying attention to the devil's details. I have so, y'all know I've got so much more to say. And to get you through to Wednesday, just know that Wednesday at 3.02 p.m. Central, the moon sextiles Venus and goes void for five hours and two minutes, okay? And the sun, the, the moon finally enters Libra there at 8.04 p.m. Central. So I am hoping to be back on the air with y'all on Wednesday. Um, and the 60 seconds that I have left, I just want to say that I, I just I love you guys so much, and I do this, you know, just out of love and and just uh, compassion for people. Um, that astrology, in the ways that having a conscious awareness of astrology, has 
turned my life into a dream come true. Now I'm your world healer coming at you. You know, it's like I'm living it, and y'all have watched me progress into that over this time I've been on the air. So it's been a beautiful journey. I'm so happy and so happy that I am actually taking 25% off of the Eclipse packages. The link is below in the episode information for this show. Just ask me about it. It's not going to tell you that on the website, but contact me directly, and I will hook you up the discount, okay? And so with that being said, happy great solar new moon eclipse and Leo week. And, you know, go within, and everything you want is right there, and I'm here to help you along the way. Peace, love, and thank you, thank you, thank you.